0: Good vach. Um, we are in Simen Tuf Mem Bez, Sif Chav And we had discussed yesterday about the concept of a Maimid, which in our context was talking about the agent that is either used as a rennet for cheese or it's the fermenting agent for a drink. And if the Maimid is chametz, even if the actual cheese, or drink, is not chametz, but since the maimed is chametz, that which it creates is chametz also. Vafilu hamishi Even if the chametz dika is four or five steps removed, it's still prohibited, and he'll explain what that means. Go on, for example, me um, divash shekorid med, date need. Shamidu Bishhmore Shecher U Bishmore Me Devash. And the Maimid had originally been the thing that was used as the agent to ferment it was sediment from beer, which as we've discussed is chametz, or sediment from other med. And um made Vasheni, Ubismare Sheni, Hemid made Vashlishi, Umashlishi revir revir Chamishi, and then after the original med had been fermented using beer hops, you then took the med and used it to ferment more med and more med and more med, even if you did that four or five times. Chayav Lavara Fugu made Vasha Achron. Even the last med which was fermented is still prohibited. You have to get rid of it. If you didn't get rid of it till after Pesach, Asurim Bahanoa you're prohibited from deriving any benefit, the davra hama'mid havi kehametz be'en. Because if the agent was hameetz, then whatever it fermented is considered to be absolute hameetz. Barakasavna, we already mentioned in the last sif, the behef sedmeru b'yesh l'hatir, ayide holochas hanol liyama melech olimkar le'einu yehudi chutzmidei isher in a case where you will suffer great loss by getting rid of it. There's room to be lenient by either destroying the value of the ma'mid or by selling the food, the med in this case, to someone who's not Jewish but subtracting from the sale price the value of the ma'mid. As long as there's no concern that the Gentile might then turn around and sell it to a Jewish person. The Shulch O'Chrorav says by the time you're up to the fourth step of the ma'amid, then it's permitted because after it's been used as an agent through three stages already, the original agent has lost its power. V'yesh Yesh have some rubric and rely on this in a case of great financial loss. Because this whole prohibition is rabbinic anyway. If you have two ma'amidim, one of which is not chametz stick and one is chametz stick, then the resultant fermented mixture is prohibited. For example, you used permissible. Um, date med together with hops from beer. you can't permit it of your day yourself seven There are those who question this. And they question that if we just finish saying that even three or four steps removed a is prohibited. So surely in this case um it should be um prohibited when you're using both a chametz stick of mamet and a permissible mamet. near d'Anerdanes d'Dimyon and the Orshekhu says it's not a question that he bishany with association with koch pochos bizev zegorim even though when the mamet's been used two or three times or it's really two or three steps removed from the original mamid; its power is weak and definitely less than a case where you're using two ma'amidim, one of which is permissible and one of which is prohibited. But the fact of the matter is that in the case of where it's two or three steps removed from the original ma'amid, the fact still remains that all of this is coming from a chametz de kamamid. V'zeo koch olam, and that, that power has never been nullified. by contrast, when using two ma'amidim, one of which is permitted and one of which is prohibited, dikro where the ma'amid is equally something permitted and something prohibited. And the Mishnah says in Urla that any cases of Zevzegorim, when you have two causes, one is permitted and one is prohibited, the result is Mutter, and that it is permitted even to be eaten. Sifchaf So if you're using the rennet from the intestine of an animal, but that rennet had been left in a chametz um, vessel for 24 hours. Um, um, And then you took that rennet and you made cheese out of it, so you may not eat it, but you may keep it over Pesach. And again, it's only a problem if the rennet had been in the chametz vessel 24 hours. Even though after 24 hours we should generally assume that any chametz taste has already been rendered as not imparting a good taste and therefore should not create a problem. You have to say that this is like something which is sharp in which these rules do not apply and we don't say that after 24 hours the taste is pogum. He says, that's a little bit of a forced answer. If you cook med in a beer vat, if you did that within 24 hours of having had beer in the vat, it's completely prohibited. After 24 hours of cooking the beer in the vat, you then made the med in the vat Mutorim um you're allowed to keep it after Pesach, over, over Pesach. Sin tam lefgam, because we say that the taste of the chomets will be imparting a bad taste. If you're unsure whether or not the, the med was made within 24 hours of the beer, you can be lenient. We generally work with the assumption. That a vessel has not been used within the last 24 hours. Some people on the last day of Pesach in Chutz Aretz will drink Med from the same supply they were drinking all year long. That's not really halachically uh, so valid. You should not be leaned about it. Someone who cares about his soul will distance himself from such behavior. <laughs> the wrote, that the minig is to scrape walls and chairs that have any chametz stuck to them. Even though the chametz is already butthel. there is room for them to rely on this chumra. The Pesach because of a concern that maybe a crumb of chametz will fall into food on Pesach. If there's chametz in a crack and you can't dig dig it out, put a little bit of mud on the crack. So the chametz should no longer appear like chametz nowadays, the meningizm and Nakam they clean a lot for Roksim, and they wash for shuffin and they scrub and and they dig acharmashu chamits, even after a tiny bit of chametz lavara to get rid of it. Let's say you have a trough, let's say a wooden trough, and that you use for kneading, and there's some dough left in it echad. Now this this dough got into the cracks in this large wooden trough or wooden bowl. So if there is a kezayis of dough all conglomerated together in a crack, chayev levar you have to get rid of it. And if you don't, for overall you'll be transgressing the prohibition of seeing chametz Pesach. However, upachos mi kesayis if the amount of dough in one place is less than a kazayas, if the dough is placed there in order to strengthen the cracks in the big bowl, or to plug up a hole, then it's Vimlav. But if not, if it's just stuck there and it wasn't put there for any functional purpose, you are obligated to get rid of it. If there's a whole of Chametz, even if it's in a place where the intention of being put there was in order to strengthen the trough, Chayav have to get rid of his own However, Rashi, Rashi's opinion. We're going to be seeing three opinions. We just saw the Rambam's opinion. Now we're going to see Rashi's opinion. And afterwards, we're going to see the opinion. Of the re in Tosvos, According to Rashi, the Bashulia Reva on the bottom of the bowl, a even a Kazaias ain't sorokh you don't have to get rid of it. Ubisofa on the top edge of the bowl. A even if it's less than a kazayas in one place, Chaya have to get rid of it. Ubitfano on the side walls of the bowl. If you have a Kazaius a kezayis in one place, of Levari, you have to get rid of it. But if you only have Pakusmi Kazaius if in any place the total quantity is less than a Kazaias, you have no need to get rid of it. Uluri Balhatosfos, according to the reintosos, but in a place where you need swasaljona, meaning the entire bowl except for the top edge. If there's a Kazayas in one place, you have to get rid of it. Even if its purpose is to strengthen the bowl. And so too, if you have less than a Kazayas in one place, where its intention and purpose is not to strengthen, you must get rid of it. But less than a Kazayas in a place, where the purpose of the dough being left there is to strengthen the areva, do not to get rid of it, need to get rid of it. But not in a place where you are needing, you never have to get rid of it, unless there is a whole kezayis together that is not serving a strengthening function. Even if it is not functioning to strengthen the bowl. Oh, or if it is austere or if its purpose is to strengthen the bowl. afilu Even a kezayis, Enochai of Leviar, you don't have to get rid of it again, according to the re, if it's not in a makum lisha, not in a place where you're needing, meaning the top edge of the bowl. And why, if it's less than a kazayas, are we not afraid that we tell you you don't have to get rid of it, you might come to eat it? Because when it comes to the dough, there is no such concern. It's really not edible. It's not edible because it's dough. And a concern that maybe you'll take it and bake it and then eat it. There is no basis for such a concern because near the shaita rola philip neyeshinoso it's probably also not fit for baking because it's old because you and hard but khamets mi hava it's still khamets sifra zein yesh bi sheomer there are those who say the begomakum shagai vu nuhu levir bepachos mikaziyas that whenever we said that if there's less than a kaziyas you have to get rid of it that's only when if all the different individual pieces in the bowl of less than a kazais, if they were gathered together um they would be the size of then no matter what you don't have to get rid of it some disagree with this but it seems more logical, like the first opinion. And there's a proof to that from the next Sif. Also, when you have to get rid of a less than a kazayas, it's only if it's clean. And therefore, it's still considered to be fit for canine consumption. But it's a little bit dirty. No, sorry, not that it's not fit for Canaan consumption, but it's not fit really for human consumption. But Matunaf Ksas ain't a little bit dirty, don't have to get rid of it. And if it's a whole Kzayas, ain't came a K of Harbay, then a little bit of dirt will make a difference. But if it's very dirty, she ain't a royal kelev, that it's not fit for Canaan consumption, then it's fine. Bachol but all of this is only according to the Halocha Vla Minog, but the Minigas Lavarla Khatit Afilu Mashu Ba'amah is to go after even the tiniest little bits of chamitz. Sifcha fes. The mokum Shitsura Khazaias Dafka in the places that we mentioned earlier, that you only have to get rid of it if you have a Khazayas of Chamits. Imhoyubo Shne Khatsa'i Zaysim, Bishne Makomos, if you had two half Zaysim in two places. The chut shall but but the two half Zasim are connected by a thin line of dough. Rowan, we take a look at it. If you picked up the connecting dough with the two-half Zasim pickup also, then it's considered all like one piece and you have to get rid of it. If not, they don't have to get rid of it. The When is this true only in what we've been talking about in the big kneading trough? But someplace else in your house, even if when you pick up the connecting thread of dough, the other pieces won't come up, you still have to get rid of it. Because we're afraid that if you sweep you might conglomerate all the dough together. However, But if you had one half Zayas downstairs and one upstairs, or half Zayas in the house and half Zayas in the vestibule, or we had two separate apartments and one apartment at half, the other apartment at half in all of these cases, have a boy be The Gemara poses the question of, are you obligated to get rid of them? And there is no resolution in the Gemara. Therefore, therefore, even if you did bitl, your obligation of getting rid of the Chametz is a suffix midurabanon. Um, of checking for the chametz actually is sufik de rabbanon ulakula However, if bitl, if you did not do any bitel, then the continued existence of the chametz in your house is a sfeika is a on a possible Torah prohibition, and therefore lachom you have to be strict. Therefore, if it's before the sixth hour of every of Pesach mevat lo belibo. All you have to do is nullify it in your house, in, the, in your heart in these cases. vidayu, and that is sufficient. V'dayu but if it's ready the sixth hour, and then chametz is asr from the Torah, of achakach, and surely afterwards, v'lo bitul, you didn't do any bitul yet, Chayev levar, you have to get rid of the chametz in all of these cases of half a kazayas in each of two different places. Sif chavtes. The appears rashi shab according to rashi over there in misah yeah. has sahim that mem hamed base how boy kshat zais kan wa is we have half a zais in each one of those two locations when we go with the tour and that's how the rush and the tour also understand the Gemara. i will be divar about a pairic base kust of hovel khatsa zais and vuk because cause because in ella But the Rambam says that um, the, since these half zasim are stuck on the walls or the beams or the ground, you don't have to get rid of them. You can just do bitul and That's sufficient. the writes the same thing. Shmamina, you see the they explain that the Gemara's Shailah's Dafko Kesha Dvukim is only when these half Zaysim of dough are stuck somewhere. But otherwise, if they're just lying around, we are definitely concerned that sometime over Pesach they will meet up with one another. And in one house, even if they're stuck to the wall, we are still worried. The shemek Maybe we'll clean the house. Yasira may adibug. You'll unstick them. Vikarveim zelazeh. You'll bring them close to one another. Siflamid. lamid. is kodem zman which rotted before the time of prohibition. V'nifsal me'achilas kelev and it is no longer fit for canine consumption. Osha sarufo kodem zmano or you burned it prior to the time of prohibition and it is burnt until it is not fit for canine consumption or you designated it to serve as a tool and you smeared it with mud you can keep it on Pesach you can't eat it because once you consider it to be fit for food for you, and that's called eating it. But still, even in the case we decide to eat this unfit food on Pesach, it's not a Torah prohibition. Because just the fact that you consider it to be food doesn't change what it is. But rabbinically, it's prohibition, since it was originally Chometz. Why is that by chametz we require something to be unfit for canine consumption, whereas in the rest of the Torah it's sufficient if something is unfit for human consumption? Because we see that by Chometz is stricter because The starter sourdough is also not fit for human consumption. But if you eat it, there is a punishment of caries. Because you can use it in order to make another dough chametz. So too is true by all sorts of chametz. Even if it is not fit for consumption by humans, can be an agent. To make a different dochametz stick, as opposed to when it is no longer fit for canine consumption, it ain't fit for nothing. Good